Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Actors Diet Podcast. I'm your host, Lin Chen, and today I bring you a podcast with an actor. I know I haven't had many acting guests uh, lately, but Perry Shen is a legitimate actor. In fact, I first saw Perry on the big screen in the film Better Luck Tomorrow. That's how I first knew who he was. He was the star of that movie. And we met a few years later when I moved to L.A., We have since worked together in two films where he's played my boyfriend. Those movies are Yes, We're Open and Surrogate Valentine, which you can see if you just go to iTunes and look up those movies and rent them. And while you're in iTunes, maybe you'd like to leave a nice review, star rating for the Actors Diet podcast, maybe? Anyway, I'm really happy to have Perry in my life, even though I feel like I see him much more on TV and online than in person. But we got a chance to Skype, not video Skype, so I got a chance to hear his voice recently, which made my day. And I hope you enjoy this interview with Perry Shen. Perry Shen, it's been forever. No. Like, years, I feel <laughs> like. How can that be? I don't know. It, I just was thinking about it that we, it's been, let's see. Five years since we shot Yes, We're Open. And, like, I feel like that's the last time we legitimately hung out. Like, yeah, well, we had lunch one time oh, uh, yeah, a couple at, years at ago. Oh, yeah, coffee plus food. Yeah. It's so been it. too long. Hi, Perry. Hi. I mean, I, I haven't even talked to you, really, since you've been on General Hospital, and you've been on General Hospital for a while now. Yeah, uh, March will be three years. Holy moly. Three years yeah. on a soap opera. You are a legitimate soap opera star. <laughs> I know. Um, by the way, I'm recording right now. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> it's happening. It's 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 all happening. It's all part of it. I'm I'm just so happy that we got the Skype technology to make this happen because who knows how long it would have taken. I know. You might be I like know. getting a daytime Emmy by the time yeah. we finally get together. Can't talk now. Gotta get my Emmy. <laughs> but um, hello. Hi. Um, I I already recorded an intro, so everyone knows how much I love you, <laughs> um, and 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 how we're 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 buddies. But yes, but it's been too long. And um, okay, well, let's. What we might as well start with with General Hospital because um, I think anyone who goes to the grocery store can see you basically on the mm-hmm. checkout line. Uh, mm-hmm. If all those uh, soap opera magazines, and recently you did one where you shared Ruth Chris's steakhouse sweet potato casserole recipe. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. I need to know more about how that happened. Like, I just want the logistics of, like, did did you go to right. Ruth Chris's steakhouse to ask, or did their publicist yeah. make this happen? No, it was um, pretty much, I, I ha- you ha- you've had it, yes? I haven't. You haven't, okay. I have never been to Ruth Chris's steakhouse, which I think is a great name for a restaurant. Yeah, I know. It's uh, you should try it. It's 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 like a dessert. It's really good. Um, but I mean, the if you make the recipe, it's going to be pretty much the same. But uh, it's I, I had it and I went there again. I'm like, oh my gosh! At the, at that point, I didn't even want to eat the steak. I just wanted to eat that. You know, and I was like, oh, I just want the sweet potatoes. You know, had you had uh, it before? Uh, no, I, I'd had it just once, and then I went back again, like maybe a couple months later. And I said, oh, I, I got to try this to make sure it wasn't a fluke, and I had it again. I'm like, this is amazing. Okay. And then I started scouring the internet, and um, nobody really um, um, had, a, had a recipe. And then later I found it on YouTube, but it's not even labeled under Ruth's Chris's um, sweet potato. I just kind of like, I got kind of like losing hope, and I was like clicking on this random chef. 
And like halfway into it, he says, okay, so this is what you're going to get when you get to Ruth's Chris, you know, and he, it just, he's like an executive chef in one of its restaurants. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it's, he just laid, you know, just labels it all out. So then you took it upon yourself to make it? Yes. For like Thanksgiving. Whoa. Yeah. And that's good. And, and, and here was the, here was the, um, the test. Cause the guy who introduced me to it in the first place, um, I made it for him and he had it and he was like, yeah, this is it, man. So stamp of approval. How cool. Yeah. I want to find, I want to go there. I want to eat it. I want to make the recipe. I want to eat that. Maybe I should make the recipe in a Tupperware <laughs> container. Bring it with me to the restaurant. <laughs> side by side comparison. <laughs> or because that's unfair because one would be cold and one wouldn't. I put I... them both in Tupperware containers. Mm. Do a blind taste test. Oh, yeah. This sounds like fun to me. I think so. Uh, it's a BuzzFeed like... video, I think. I know, right? <laughs> that's exactly the kind of stuff that I'm up to these days. Um, but I also want to know a little bit about... The soap opera life. I was on a soap opera years and years and years ago in New York City, which was all my children. And I would imagine New York City soap operas are probably different than L.A. ones. But I don't know. Tell me about what life is like. First of all, we had no like catered lunch. There was no situation like that. We do not as as well. And and I think that was changed. Um, I think back in the heyday. Um, when soaps were like very, very popular and there were like a bunch of them, uh, I think the budgets, you know, were bigger and allowed for catering. But yeah, we're on our own. Um, we, we one time had um, donuts in the morning that were like laid out and then I, there was like a memo and there was like, uh, no more donuts. So <laughs> I was like, oh man. I was like, I wouldn't partake, but it was always nice to know that they were there. I'm like, mm, I'll have maybe like, you know, a, a little bit of this and that and then that'll be it. But yeah, it's, uh, they've scaled back and now we're on our own, which is fine because then I just eat healthier too because I bring my own stuff. Yeah. What do you like to bring with you to set? Oh, I, I have this amazing cooler that looks like this messenger bag and it keeps things way cool. So it's like, if I start the day early at like, say, Sometimes I come at like five in the morning and I just have these, I just stuff it with um, fruit, uh, salad, um, just a lot of stuff that's not too heavy um, to, for the day, but keeps, ha, gives me some energy. Um, protein, a lot of protein stuff, um, like like uh, protein shakes. Uh, sometimes the, uh, those Think Thin bars, those are pretty good. The, the, the brownies ones are pretty good. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Cause, cause yeah, there's, there's nothing around to grab something. So in between shots, I, that's what I go to my little satchel of food. There's no craft service. No, there is not. Yes. I remember that being the situation in New York as well. Wow. Soap opera life. Yeah. No it's kind of, kind craft make you, service. Make you spoiled. You know, once you go on to a, a, another, you know, traditional <laughs> craft service set yeah. and you're like, wow, this is, but also makes me think like, this is such a waste. You yeah. know, <laughs> it was not going like, to eat all this stuff. You're like, you're like, I can yeah. do my own thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's just fine. You know? Yeah. Well, with that, um, when you're, uh, how much notice do you get when you're going to have to do a love scene? Um, do they actually tell you, hey, Perry, you're going to take your shirt off? They used to. But they don't they anymore? They stop. And then I'm like, oh, man, this is not cool. So now, now I'm like like 20, you know, I'm always like like careful. Like if I, I, I kind of like read into the um, – because there's a lot of actors to keep track of, you know, and it's more of a courtesy. It's not a requirement. So um, so I'm, 
I, I, I kind of see where the storylines are going to. I'm like, hmm, looks like they might be getting romantic. I, sh- I better, you know, just start, you know, hitting the gym a little bit harder. And then sometimes if, you know, I see my script and I have a shirtless scene, I'm like, aha, you tried to trick me, but I'm ready. I've been working out hard for three weeks, suckers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how far in advance are you getting your script? Uh, probably a week ahead of time. Okay. Yeah. So that's so I, at the very least I, I have a week, but but pretty much now I've been since I've been on the show, um I mean everybody there is like just so in shape. <laughs> and I bet. they don't they don't require me to be, you know, they've never said anything like hey, you're not going to be on the show anymore if but it's just like I want to look, you know, realistically, you know, just compatible, you know, with their their body types, you know. So I I try to um I, I had a friend who's a trainer. He just taught me the proper ways to, to sort of maximize the workouts and with diet and all that kind of stuff. So I, the past, ever since I've been on the show, um, I've gotten to that, that regimen and it's been a, a, a lifestyle. Before it was like, you know, just real strict, but then later I just sort of slacked off in terms of making it more realistic um, so that I can actually maintain it. And um, it's been good. Do you, would you feel like, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but that you're in the best shape of your life? Absolutely. Ah, yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. I mean, not many 42-year-olds can say that. So, I mean, that's the one of the benefits, you know, to it where but sometimes I'm like, my gosh, Chris Evans, you know, after he's done with Captain America, he gets to like take a couple months off <laughs> and chill out. <laughs> but like we shoot year-round, you know? Yeah. So, so it's 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 kind of like you have to find a, a way to make it realistic that that you can maintain it where you're not also like, oh, depriving yourself as well. Are is there um is there a lot of prop food in General Hospital or no? Or you're just in the hospital? I'm pretty much, yeah. That, I never, I, actually they had some, oh yes, yes. One of my favorite scenes, uh, they had me at a rib restaurant. And I, it's supposed to be my favorite restaurant. So like I'm grubbing out on stuff. <laughs> so yeah, they had, I was like eating the ribs and I was like going to my co-star. I'm like, this is really good. Did you try the mac and cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where they got it from? It was from the, um, it was from the commissary. Oh, yeah. How is nice, that commissary uh, there? Uh, pretty good, but it's been under renovations for the past like year. So oh, I've not kind of good. <laughs> yeah, but the food, actually that that commissary, which is in Prospect Studios where they shoot Grey's Anatomy also. Mm-hmm. Um, All the hospital things. Yes, yes. Awesome food. I mean, they really switch it up and they use local ingredients. So like I remember one was, um, that's where I actually got turned on to to beets. I never used to like beets because I've always had them cold like mm-hmm. in a salad mm-hmm. and then they roasted them and I'm like for like I think seven months I had like beets every week and oh, I got, yeah. the, got the recipe and you, you know. got you got to roast those beets. Yeah. And bring then the out those, come out. Bring, yeah. out, bring out those flavors. Yeah. Um, I remember in um, I, I had a podcast interview with Sandra Oh and she was talking about how good the food was when she was on Grey's Anatomy. She talked about like a a breakfast sandwich that she would split with her mm, hairdresser yeah. every morning. Yeah. So I never had breakfast because I, I it's way too early, so I have to make sure I eat before I get there. Otherwise, I'm I'm like starving. Oh boy. So <laughs> okay, that's that's the soap opera life. What else is going on? You are, you are a father. Uh, yes, I'm a father. You the are... kids are ten. Well, they're going to be eleven and eight now. Whoa! This is crazy. No. You're the father of two girls. Mm-hmm. And um, you sent me some photos of some of the creations you, both you and Kim made for them. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So tell me about these pancakes. You made some, oh, right. 
crazy, so, colorful, yeah, there was shaped pancakes. There was this guy, I can't remember his website, but he had, the, he was this like new dad and he was wanting to make his food creative for his kids so they would eat it. And I can't remember the site, but he would um, just add some food coloring to the batter and he would keep them, um, the batter in squirt bottles. Uh-huh. And just and start drawing and start doing things and his he he posted it and his stuff would get better and better each time you know he he would find ingenious ways like he made re- the most ingenious one I think was a he made a carousel and how he made the dome of the carousel was that he poured batter in the center of a bunt cake mold like a metal bunt cake mold so you know how it curves down mm-hmm. you know and out so. He put that and he kept it on the griddle and that solidified and it was really ingenious. Um, so yeah, I started doing that and um, yeah, that, that's – and then all of a sudden then the soap magazine started, heard about it and then I met, there was a spread of me uh, making all these pancakes and I was taking requests live uh, via Twitter and pancakes, fans pancakes were making it into the magazine. Did, um, did that get the girls to eat the pancakes more? Did it work? Yeah, and then, but it's a lot of work though. It's just it's just because then you got you got to put the food coloring in it, and then it's also the creative aspect. Yeah, and you're like sometimes you know ones turn out better than others, and and it's really having that soft touch and not putting too much, and also knowing when to add on in layers because as they crisp up, the t- colors turn darker. So you have to like envision like, okay, I'm going to make the outline, but I, I'm going to not color it all because I want highlights in there. So I'm going to let this crisp up. For, so it's a lot of thinking, you know, um, and I'm not an artist. Sounds like it's a lot of work. Yeah, um, <laughs> but the kids love it. Well, I'm very, I have to say, I am really impressed by Kim's creation, uh, which cow. I think would be perfect for mm. Easter. Did she make this for Easter, the one of the peeps in the Twinkie cars? Yeah, that was her mom's um, um, she, her mom's idea, and then they put it together. Yeah, it, they were adorable. It's an ingenious it. idea. Basically, let, why don't you describe what it is? Because I don't even know what these um, these wheels are. Are those mints? Um, <laughs> are those Altoids? Like, what? what's happening? Let's see. How let is me this pull being up this held, picture. How is this being held together? It, okay. It's, it's cute. So it's, a, it's a Twinkie? Right? Yes, yes, that's a Twinkie. That yeah, car is a Twinkie. Those are the mints, are the wheels. And they are the, mints. Yeah. Uh, or, or is it marshmallows? I, I, actually, I oh, honestly can't it remember. It might be marshmallows. Might you be know marshmallows. what? Marshmallows would make sense. I guess they would stay yeah. on better. Yeah, no, definitely. They're marshmallows. Because I doubt she would have a hard candy there to eat. Right. Because it's probably being attached by toothpicks, correct? Yes, it's totally marshmallows. You're right. Yeah, but you can't, you can't use toothpicks in mint. Come uh, on. The heart, the heart candies are the, the headlights. Oh, right. Yeah, how'd she attach those? They look perfect. Yeah, I don't know how. I, I didn't do we're it. Gonna so. have to, we're gonna have to get this. This the steering wheel recipe. is a pretzel upside down. Okay. Yes. So you just hit, see the round part, and then obviously Peep is in the in the center driving. Just in, injected into that seat, <laughs> <laughs> and then you eject it. Yeah. Um, this is ingenious. I love it. I'm gonna post this photo on Instagram. Everyone, check it out. Um, it's I I love it. I love stuff like this. I like well, peeps you, doing did things. You see the, uh, <laughs> did you see the flowers? You saw the flower cupcakes. Yes, I saw the right? flower cupcakes too. That one is, it's actually, we got it from a book and it's really an easy, pretty easy recipe because um, those, each petal is a mini marshmallow cut in half on a diagonal. And oh. then when you cut it, it's obviously going to be moist in the center. And then that's when you dip it into the colored sprinkle. So it makes that little petal look. Whoa. Shape because it's warping, it's trying to close itself in, right? So it's already that shape. 
and you just start layering it, um, you know, with frost, you know, put the cupcake, put frosting, and then you, you know, make the outer edge with the most in terms of the circumference, and then you make it smaller and smaller and smaller until the center, and then, um, yeah. This is a lot more fancy than the last time I was in your kitchen when we made dumplings. <laughs> I know, but they were good, though. <laughs> they were good dumplings. So we made dumplings from scratch. Well, not the dough from scratch, but the filling from scratch, and we used my mom's recipe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember, like, the first batch did not turn out so pretty. Right. Yeah, it was a bunch of trial and error. It was the, 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 I think it was perfecting the steaming process, right? Yeah. That was the issue. Yeah. But now, but then, but then by the end, we got a good batch. Yeah. And I even like the vegetarian ones, too. That oh, we yeah. Made. We did make vegetarian ones. That's right. Yeah, oh, I was surprised. We I was like, forgot about good. that. Perry, we have to have another kitchen date. I know. <laughs> it might have to involve things like putting peeps into Twinkies <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be a little more impressive. But what else? You you actually cook, correct? Yes, I do. So what do you like to cook? What do you make? Um, what I was most recently proud of was a, um, a chicken pot pie. Because oh. I, I, I love chicken pot pie, but I, I get kind of irked when it's made incorrectly, in my opinion. What is means, your opinion? My opinion is that you need crust on the bottom. You can't just layer dough on the, the, the pie crust on the top. No, because, yeah, that's not chicken pot Yeah, because the, the best part is when it gets like you got to scrape it off the bottom, you know? Yeah. The, the pan or whatever you're, you're – you're, I mean, and it gets like all, you know, chewy and gummy. I mean, the that's – The other thing the, is like stew with a biscuit on top. Oh, gosh, yeah. So, no. I mean, there's, there's very, you know, you know, open interpretations, but when – Growing up, you know, like the Swansons, the the, the ones that you just kind of threw in there. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like how I my you know something like that, but not you know, it's, but me putting in the ingredients. So, yeah, I think I found uh, I I made an amalgam of uh, recipes from YouTube. Jenny Jones did one, and um, and I probably lifted the most from her recipe. And it's just real, real simple stuff, you know, just cooking down the vegetables and then using um, chicken broth and then with cream in it and butter and potatoes. Potatoes actually are the kind of like the secret ingredient mm-hmm. that really makes it hearty. Um, and then um, I think it then, sops up all that liquid probably yeah. too, right? So yeah. It's like yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So it doesn't become so soupy. So it's not like a soup. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw, I researched a recipe on how to make pie crust. So I, I had, you, you know, the You used chef. a different pie, pie crust recipe? Yeah. Well, kind of. I'm kind of like, what, who, who is that lady that does a, a kind of a, what is it called? Um, nearly homemade or almost Semi-homemade homemade? Semi-homemade cooking Sem- with Sandra Lee. There you go, Sandra Lee. Yes. So I got the pie crust, you know, ready made, but- um, the kind of tip that I got from the pastry chef was that how it gets flaky is you've got to put fat in between the layers of the dough. Yeah, That's you how, do. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, so I basically cubed up tiny pieces of butter in between the existing pie crust <laughs> and I folded it and so I was like, it was, yeah, it was super flaky. It was delicious. That's how you do it. I've never heard that hack before of dicking already made pie crust and adding oh, yeah. Butter, that's ingenious, and probably super cold butter, correct? Yes, yes, yeah. Gotta make and, sure that you get you get those nice flakes. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. it turned they, out good. It turned out amazing. Yeah, I actually forgot to send you that picture. I have it. I'll send it to you. Oh, good, out. good. I can't wait to see it. Um, and and do the girls like to eat what you like to eat, or are they picky? 
they're pretty good. Um, they're they're um, we usually don't give them an option. Uh-huh. And, um, it's like you you have to eat this, you know. <laughs> it's, it, there's no choice, and and uh, and a lot of we see. Thank goodness, you know, it may be a lot of trouble in the upfront, but then in the long term, you know, they just are more open to things and they know it's not an option and they they don't become picky eaters. Um, so yeah, you've so always they, you've always instilled this. Yes, yeah, we we don't give them an out. I mean, I know some kids who don't eat a single vegetable because their parents don't eat vegetables. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like so. Um, it's it's. Yeah, it's they're very well rounded uh, in terms of their their culinary um, experiences. That's great. Good for you, Perry. I'm proud of you, <laughs> Papa Perry. Is that how you were raised? Like, did you were you raised like with no out, <laughs> no escape? Yeah, I didn't. I can't recall anything. I re- and honestly, the only thing that I didn't take to. And it was from it was actually when I was kind of like a teenager, and we just never had Brussels sprouts. And then I guess my mom just didn't know how to prepare them because I ate them. I was like, these are gross. I eat everything, but I will not eat Brussels sprouts. And now, uh, flash forward to like now, and Kim found a recipe, and um, now I mean, it's we have now this is like the, what the kids' favorite vegetable now, and I like it too. I mean, it's just had to be prepared right, you know, with. With, is it um, roasted? Just yes, like those beets? roasted or, or pan fried. Yeah, pretty much the same process. You know, just bringing out the caramelization and in the flavors. You know, and not just boiling them. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Don't boil your your Brussels yeah. sprouts. Don't boil your beets either. No. Let's 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 roast everything. Yeah, and then it's it's gonna be good. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I didn't have an out though. Um, I had to eat everything. So what else did you eat when you were growing up? Uh, other than Brussels sprouts, a lot of, lot of um, like I I don't want to say it's beef and broccoli, but it's is like a meat and mixed with broccoli with like some sort of Chinese stir fry, you know, with with and then in rice to like sop up all the sauce. I just remember that a lot, and that became like a, a comfort food. Um, uh, there's a dish called mapo daofu. Mm-hmm. Uh, that um, it's kind of like uh, spicy chili uh, ground beef, right? Mm-hmm. And rice, a lot of that. Um, but um, yeah, but it's funny because now, now I, 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 you know, I know how to uh, cook, you know, somewhat, and it's just funny where I, I would convey to my my kids saying. Yeah, you know, you love the kids love my grilled cheese, and I'm like, I said, well, Mama used to make it for me. She would put a slice of cheese on bread and put it in the um, in the oven. Oh, my mom did the same thing. Yeah, and it would nope. bubble up. Remember? Yeah, and it would be like black on the top because it would char, and if you didn't look at it, and then it's like, and I'm like, how come grilled cheese tastes so much better in other kids' homes? You know, and I didn't know it's because of the difference between the oven and actually, and you know, butter. Yeah, butter, the secret recipe. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. The um the things you're saying about the foods you were eating growing up are mostly savory. Do you have I bet it sounds like you do eat sweet stuff with oh, that yes. sweet potato casserole. So, what kind of what kind of sweets were you eating growing up? Like were you forbidden from eating sweets cuz my house like it was all like Asian pastries that were not <laughs> nearly as sweet as I'd like Bye. them to be. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of sweets. Um, no candy or candy bars. Um, uh, so the, really the only sweet thing I can remember that us getting able to eat as much as we want was, um, you know, those Chinese 
like those Chinese like pancakes that usually have the scallions in it. But my dad would you make a sweet version, just put like sugar in it, and and we would go to town on those, you know. Um, so it's the same recipe except for you don't put salt or the scallions in it. Right. Um, and you just put sugar in. We we just went to town on that. You gotta always put a little sugar in everything. Yeah, I feel like. Um, and a little bit of salt too, <laughs> into the sugar yeah. stuff. I remember you watching a lot of Alton Brown back in the day. <laughs> yeah, he he's still your dude. I mean, he doesn't have his own show anymore. Right? Like does, no, but... I I let's see. I've gravitated towards um, because I haven't seen his show much. Um, if, if he still ha- he doesn't have one, right? You said right. Like he hosts like competition shows. Yeah, so I see those. I watch the competition sh- show, so I pick up a lot of stuff. And it's helped me, you know, make stuff, be able to make stuff quickly, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just because a lot of the you, when you start seeing those competition shows, you start seeing the same sort of techniques and, and like how to, you know, re, you know, make a reduction or things like that to intensify the flavors or something, you know. So um, that's kind of been helpful. Uh, I think the biggest help was I think the, the, the next Food Network star, I think the lady who won it the first year, her name was uh, Melissa De Arabian. Yes. And she had she won because of her f- four step chicken recipe, which she basically said this is something that is like a blank slate, but you can add so many different things onto it to make it different dishes, you know. And basically, just like dredging the chicken and flour, and then with with the spices, and then and then you uh, you know um, um, then you sweat down a, a vegetable with you know olive oil or salt and salt and then um yeah and it's just and that kind of has kind of been what i still use till actually you know last night's dinner you know i, I pretty much use what you know her technique are you more of a follow the recipe kind of person or a like let's just see what happens kind uh, of the person? first time i i want to follow it exactly just mm-hmm. so i know what it's supposed to be um, and then later I'll deviate from that. Um, yeah, even, even, yeah, my Kim is always like saying, you don't have to just eyeball that. I'm like, this is the first time we're making it. I want to say, I don't want to, you start messing, you know, fudging this and that. And all of a sudden, you know, it just, the, it just snowballs. It can get, you know, worse. And then you're like, what is this? Where, where did it go wrong? I don't know. Who's in the kitchen more, you or her? Um, I would say me because I'm at home more. So, and she works um, late uh, the days that she teaches, and so that's what that's when I have to have the dinners ready to go when they as soon as they come back. And how often are you guys eating out? I would say maybe once a week or once every other week. Okay, and where do you guys like to go? Usually, it's Japanese. Oh. Um, yeah, usually it's a Japanese restaurant because Kim likes Japanese food and the kids love the udon soup. Um, and and California rolls. So, and um, there's this place that does shabu shabu, and they love that too. Yes, I love shabu shabu. Swish yeah. swish. Yeah. So those are probably the most popular. Not not too many chain restaurants, really. You're not a fan. No, it's just. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's just you can get it anywhere. It's, it's nothing special, in my opinion. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, although. I went. We went to a, a Joe's Crab Shack um, a couple months ago, and um, they had this amazing um, uh, campfire s'more dessert. And it's a, a piece of chocolate cake in between two pieces of graham crackers 
with a chocolate bar and then toasted marshmallows on top. And it's like, it's, it's so good. Wow, <laughs> like, that sounds like a Pop-Tart situation almost. Yeah, it's it was really good. I was like, holy cow, how come I, no one has ever said this <laughs> this chain restaurant? <laughs> well, maybe I should get in there and, and take some photos. Mm-hmm. Um, Perry, where can people find you? They can find me at um, at perryshen.com. Oh, no, at perryshen for Twitter, P-A-R-R-Y-S-H-E-N, and then uh, perryshen.com. Yes. And is there anything else that you're working on that you want to plug? Um, well, tomorrow um, I'm, I'm going to be in um, the new Avenger game. So I'm one of the Avengers. Whoa. So, yeah. And I'm into comics. So that's kind of cool. And the kids and I play it. So I can't wait to get it. For all platforms? All platforms. I play um, um, the Iron Legion, which is um, Iron Man's, uh, his, his robot army. How so, cool. Did you end uh, up doing just voice or was this? Just voice. No mocap. Okay. Yeah. I know you did that for Call of Duty, right? I did do that for Call of Fun. Duty, which required a lot of discipline. Yeah. <laughs> Food-wise. <laughs> but it doesn't matter what you look because well, you mean fitting into the suit? Yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> they scan everything. Yeah, but they can. They made me like six foot five, yeah, so it doesn't matter. I know, matter. I know, I know. I just felt self conscious. It felt, <laughs> right. it felt weird to like you know right. be in a suit all day and. Right, got know. it. But anyway, that's awesome. Congratulations! It's Thank I, you. that sounds like a fun game to get yeah, and and it's be cute. It's a cute and game. and play. So you can play as you. Yes. That's the best. Yeah. That's the best. Because <laughs> right now I'm stuck in Call of Duty where I can't. My my, I'm a boss, so I'm uh-huh. I'm too hard. Oh, <laughs> I'm, and I'm not good enough. I, I think I have to hire some geek to come I've, over. I've done that where I'm like I couldn't even me. get past the levels to where I was at. I'm like, I this game is so hard. I just want to get to my parts. Well, know? luckily, Call of Duty lets you skip ahead, which is probably why it's bad because I'm not good at the game. I have right. like, built up my skills. Yes. So mm-hmm. like, I just jump straight to my level. And yeah, yeah. Suddenly, they're like, "Get her!" and I can't get yeah. her. <laughs> I haven't been trained for the whole t- thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, these are really stupid problems. To have. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, Perry, I love you. I'm so happy we got a chance to talk, and even if it was for my podcast, but it was a good excuse. Yes. No, definitely. I miss you too. Um, everyone, check out Perry, and that's it. That's the podcast. We did it! Yay! All right, I'm going to stop recording now.